Welcome back to Lightshed Research, a podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. September 27th, 2021. Is Comcast's NBCU fighting a losing battle with Google's YouTube TV, the industry's largest VMVPD? In our 2018 Legacy Media Jenga blog, we talked about the dangers of licensing sports rights to tech platforms, stating, quote, might be positive for the leagues and owners short-term. However, what happens if the tech platforms simply turn around and a few years later and say, we overpaid, it's not worth that much to us, or we simply no longer want to be in the sports rights licensing business as priorities change, end quote. Whereas the legacy media ecosystem is dependent on sports to sustain the failing multi-channel video bundle, no tech platform that licenses sports rights quote-unquote needs to be in the sports business. CBS, Fox, NBC, and ESPN effectively die without the NFL, whereas Amazon will be fine NFL or not. However, with robust balance sheets and content owners desperate to diversify away from legacy media's shrinking reach, tech platforms are in an amazing position to license sports rights, as Amazon has illustrated in the past year. Now think about tech platforms in the context of the multi-channel bundle. Google's YouTube did not enter the VMVPD arena in 2017 to sustain the broadcast cable network TV channel bundle biz, but rather to accelerate core YouTube advertising. As we stated, quote, as a VMVPD, Google will be able to sell the normal two minutes of ad time per cable network per hour retained by the MVPD, VMVPD to sell on their own. In turn, Google will have even more high quality ad inventory to sell and to learn from. This inventory may also make it easier for Google YouTube to reach certain advertisers that have not been as interested in ramping dollars on the legacy YouTube platform, end quote. Four and a half years later, YouTube TV is the number one VMVPD, with around 4 million subscribers, having recently surpassed Hulu Live. The importance of YouTube TV to YouTube more broadly is evidenced by the aggressive marketing campaign, Spending, for YouTube TV at seemingly every major sporting event. See this year's NBA final sponsorship embedded to the right. For a rather niche offering in the broader Google portfolio, the ad spend on YouTube TV is a noteworthy outlier, speaking to its strategic value. Not only is YouTube TV the largest VMVPD with the best user interface, subjective, but our entire team believes this having tried them all, but it is also seamlessly integrated into Google TV, the former Android TV, the TV OS that's being built into TVs and the latest Chromecast dongle. At the end of our July 2020 War for the Living Room blog post, we simply titled this section, Watch Google. The YouTube TV strategy has proven to be a brilliant move by the YouTube team, with YouTube's connected TV advertising exploding over the past two years. YouTube TV has in fact brought in new advertisers to YouTube and enabled YouTube to package advertising across YouTube TV and YouTube on connected TVs, accelerating revenue growth. Similar to our aforementioned sports rights discussion above, the VMVPD business matters a lot to Disney, Fox, NBCU, Viacom, Discovery, WarnerMedia, etc. Albeit, Disney's done a remarkable job distancing itself from its legacy assets by focusing on streaming subs. While the multi-channel bundle via YouTube TV has clearly been a meaningful catalyst for YouTube 
ad sales, the VMVPD business in and of itself is not critical to Google. And though there is real strategic importance to Google winning the war for the living room, look no farther than Amazon building its own TVs with the Fire TV OS built in. If Google shut down YouTube TV tomorrow, Google would be more than fine, and Google investors would likely not even care. However, for broadcasting cable network programmers, YouTube TV now represents over 5% of their subscriber base that is growing rapidly. YouTube TV vs. NBC Universal Yesterday, news broke that Google's YouTube TV, Retrans, and Cable Network Affiliation Agreement with NBCU was set to expire on September 30th with a new deal at an impasse. Both Google and NBCU are warning of a blackout starting Friday. Initially, we assumed the impasse was tied to RSN carriage as YouTube TV dropped the Sinclair RSNs last year without a meaningful impact on its subscriber base. Note, Dish Sling were able to drop the NBC RSNs without losing access to the rest of NBCU programming. In turn, we suspected YouTube TV wants to drop, or at a minimum tier, the NBCU RSNs as part of a larger new affiliation agreement. Interestingly, RSNs do not appear to be the leading issue being contested. The two big issues are Peacock Carriage and MFNs. Let's break them down separately. Why Peacock? Your initial reaction should be, why is Peacock even part of this discussion? Since it's an over-the-top, direct-to-consumer streaming service, you do not need YouTube TV nor any MVPD, VMVPD service to get Peacock. It's $5 per month with ads and $10 per month without ads via iOS, Android, tvOS, etc. NBCU is trying to force YouTube TV to bundle and pay for Peacock Premium as part of a new affiliation agreement for the NBCU channels. The whole point of D2C streaming is you do not need the legacy multi-channel bundle. So the question becomes, why is NBCU trying to do this? We sense the leading reason is that Peacock has been underwhelming to date beyond usage on Comcast and Cox set-top boxes, where it effectively functions as an updated version of on-demand programming for cable subscribers. Peacock does not register on Nielsen or Comscore-connected TV reports. However, those do not capture proprietary cable set-top box data. With NBCU struggling with marketing Peacock direct-to-consumer, evidenced by their talking about registrations versus paying subscribers, they are falling back on their legacy business model of wholesale bundling to drive distribution. If they can force YouTube TV to carry Peacock, we suspect they will try to force other VMVPDs and MVPDs to do the same. Albeit, they failed in trying to get Charter to carry Peacock Premium earlier this year and settled for a short-term trial for Charter subs. What makes the wholesale bundling of Peacock even stranger is that YouTube TV subscribers would not even be able to access Peacock from within the YouTube TV app. They would need to download Peacock and use the Peacock app. In addition, Peacock has a lot of next-day linear programming from NBCU that you already get when you subscribe to YouTube TV or any other MVPD, VMVPD. Even more importantly, Peacock has Sunday night NFL games, enabling cord cutters to access NBCU's most important, highest-rated programming without the need for an MVPD or VMVPD subscription. In turn, if YouTube TV pays for every subscriber to have Peacock Premium, it's essentially forcing its subscribers to double pay for the NFL and other NBCU programming. We cannot fathom why YouTube TV would pay for Peacock when they can simply tell subscribers to sign up for Peacock Premium via Google Play or any other app store. 
With Sunday Night Football on Peacock and all of NBCU's most ambitious content now flowing directly to Peacock, there is now a relatively easy substitute for NBCU if carriage is interrupted Friday. Even better, YouTube TV can reduce consumer bills by $10, enabling subscribers to either pocket the savings or redeploy some or all of those savings into subscribing to Peacock Premium. When MVPDs or VMVPDs have dropped programming, they have historically pocketed the savings themselves rather than floated directly to subscribers. While this is obviously less convenient than having NBCU content directly within YouTube TV, in an app-driven world, the friction is minimal. It's very different than carriage battles of old when you needed to go out and buy an over-the-air antenna. Why no MFN? MFNs are standard operating procedure within the multi-channel video universe. As YouTube TV has scaled to be the largest VMVPD, and in fact, larger than many wired MVPDs, such as Altice USA, it has begun to require MFNs, as their MVPD peers have done for years. However, as you can see in the YouTube TV blog post, it appears NBCU is unwilling to include an MFN for the duration of the new affiliation agreement. Quote, our ask is that NBCU treats YouTube TV like any other TV provider. In other words, for the duration of our agreement, YouTube seeks the same rates that services of a similar size get from NBCU so we can continue offering YouTube TV to members at a competitive and fair price, end quote. Given YouTube TV's scale and growing industry importance, we have a hard time understanding why they would not be able to protect themselves with an MFN. Two thoughts come to mind. Number one. As YouTube TV grows, are there terms in current MVPD agreements with cable companies that are actually shrinking that are meaningfully better than what YouTube would be paying in a new agreement? Or two, could Comcast be considering the launch of a VMVPD itself, especially if it is able to clean up its Disney-Hulu relationship as part of the in-process retrans affiliation negotiation? See number one in our 13 things we're thinking about coming out of summer 2021. A Comcast VMVPD would be starting from zero subscribers, but it would leverage the Comcast rate card. Not sure how that could impact a YouTube TV MFN going forward if one existed. Worth noting, press reports indicate Comcast is launching its X1 as a TV OS soon, which would obviously be beyond its current Comcast broadband footprint. So a VMVPD could make sense post-Hulu. Does Comcast NBC Universal have an ulterior motive? If NBCU goes dark on YouTube TV, YouTube will most likely lose subscribers, even with the $10 price drop and the ability to sign up for Peacock Premium and still save $5 per month. We would assume the most likely place YouTube TV subscribers shift to is Hulu Live, which is conveniently owned 33% by NBCU. NBCU and Disney are currently in arbitration over Hulu tied to the launch of Star Plus Overseas, which is effectively Hulu Overseas with a different brand name. And we sense Comcast's goal is an early exit from their Hulu partnership that would end arbitration and be rolled into a larger new affiliation retrans deal with Disney that is currently being negotiated. We believe the 10-year term expires the end of this month as well. With that as context, if Hulu Live gains subscribers from the YouTube TV blockout, that helps increase the valuation of Hulu, which should directly benefit NBCU financially as Disney needs to buy out Comcast's 33% stake in Hulu with Hulu Live embedded in Hulu. Comcast is likely to reap over $15 billion for its 33% Hulu stake, with the value increasing by the day. 
In addition, it's worth considering that some portion of the YouTube TV subscribers that lose NBCU content could go back to Xfinity, especially as Comcast is presumably the broadband provider to a meaningful portion of YouTube TV subs. Bottom line, while carriage battles almost always end with the distributor caving, this just feels different. NBCU is trying to have their cake and eat it too, meaning they want to show investors that Peacock is a quote-unquote success, as streaming success is now the only thing that matters to media investors, thanks to Disney's incredible success launching Disney+, and sustain their increasingly challenged legacy broadcast cable network assets. Yet, doing battle with a tech platform, whose investors do not care about the broadcast cable network business, and who probably think of YouTube TV as a hobby with little to no profitability, is going to be hard for Comcast NBCU to win. Google clearly believes in the importance of YouTube TV to drive YouTube ad sales given its aggressive marketing spend. However, the leverage in this negotiation feels like it's skewed towards Google. Ultimately, we expect NBCU to cave and leave Peacock out of the agreement, with the big questions around what happens vis-a-vis -vis MFN and RSNs. One more thought. Given that Comcast investors really only care about Comcast broadband, we're having a harder and harder time understanding why Comcast still owns NBCU, let alone Sky in the UK. Not to mention, why is Comcast even still in the video bundling business and trying to force Peacock to be a success versus just offering third-party VMVPDs and SVOD AVOD services on top of its incredible broadband pipe? If Comcast exited NBCU, Sky, and the video bundling business, its stock would soar. Unfortunately for Comcast investors, it does not appear any of this is likely anytime soon.